0: You know one show in particular that we really haven't talked about on the show it's called jojo's bizarre adventure
1: yeah well we we don't ever talk about that
0: Not, you know not really we've talked about it like maybe once just a little bit like a smidge
1: i don't talk about that much
0: yeah not really um but we found this weird version of it and we were like wow we should talk about it <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today here I'll see you later check up OVA. It's episode 155. Oof. It's a podcast where you have conversations about anime, video games, and manga. Hello. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Owl and Ladium. Hello. How do you think they would pronounce your name if you were in this dub? This is something we're gonna talk about later on, so this will make this we'll wrap back around, this will make more sense.
1: And Ladium.
0: And Ladium.
1: And Ladium.
0: I believe it. And then your last name would also get butchered.
1: Yeah. Mac or something weird.
0: Mac David.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I-, I-, I mentioned this recently, but it makes me crazy when people actually say like Mac in my name.
0: There, it would make sense if it was spelled that way If but it was like, spelled
1: that way, right
0: Usually mix or MCs are, are Mick Mick,
1: yeah Um, But I've had people call me Mac Divot before I'm like, ah, it's, it's Mick Divot Mick, Mick Divot Not Mac, it really annoys me It annoys me a lot And I'm sure that they would say it Mac Because mm-hmm. they say Everything weird in this
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining my name is like Jared, Jared, <laughs> which that is something someone has has definitely been said to me before.
1: Somebody said Jared. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
0: It's like, what are you reading?
1: Uh,
0: I don't know how you would mess up my last name though.
1: I'm sure somebody find a way.
0: Clément, just make it very French.
1: <laughs> God.
0: Just don't even pronounce the S at the end. Um, yeah, we're talking about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure OVA series, which is just a a very sped-through edition of Stardust Crusaders. The caveat of this, of course, is that the there was one half of it done in 1993, mm-hmm. a year after the manga of Stardust Crusaders had wrapped up. And then they did a second half of it in 2000. So of course this is a right, you know, well before the the David production version of the of the series would kick off in 2012. So nearly 20 years of JoJo media was this and the very limited release of the Phantom Blood film that they never put out on home video. Wow. Which also got turned into a video game. Interestingly enough, in this voice cast, there is a Love Live Sunshine connection. What? Of the the Phantom Blood movie. Oh, okay. Uh, the lady who does uh, Arena in the Phantom Blood film mm-hmm. is Rico's mom in Sunshine.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: And also, like, probably more people would know her as, like, Anne from Persona 5.
1: No, she's Rico's mom.
0: But she's also Rico's mom. Um, Let's see if there's anything else. This dude who played Jonathan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I don't think is the same person they got to do for 2012. This, this film came out in uh, 07, by the way. So, again, a little bit after, fa- after the fact. And was done by the same studio who did the OVAs. For for clarification's sake. um, There's a lot of stuff here. This dude's done. I'm trying to find something that would you would be like, oh, I know this.
1: <laughs> Are we talking about the Japanese cast?
0: Japanese cast. They did not dub this in English.
1: Okay, just checking.
0: Because it was like, it came out in theaters... And then they never put it out in home video. And it was, like, a limited, like, release in in theaters, so. Very much something that, like, a few people saw and then that was it. But I, but I think they also adapted, like, most of it into the, the Phantom Blood game. Oh, okay. So that's probably where most people would have seen the animation and stuff from it. I'm really just stretching for time here.
1: Well, I was going to say on a tangent, I absolutely pre-ordered the um diamond is unbreakable live action film on blu-ray nice. um because i saw it on my like recommended things on amazon the other day I'm like yeah i want that <laughs> click I guess this
0: dude also uh he comes back for golden wind oh does he so he gets the uh, he gets another jojo under his belt
1: oh wow that's that's cool is he like who is he
0: uh he's a character we have not met yet.
1: Okay, well then we wouldn't know who that is.
0: Okay, so this dude is a uh, Crescendo in Eternal Sonata.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> that you need to play still.
0: It's true. I need to have like time to play that. Oh, the struggle is real. Oh, he okay, he's in Final Fantasy 14. Okay. The dub that I don't know cuz I played in English. Nice. Oh, uh, he did it. He dubbed one of the characters in The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs>
1: nice your favorite film
0: heck yeah um let's see who this dude who played Dio has been elsewhere uh oh of course he's Sakamoto and haven't you heard of Sakamoto whoa you know that very Dio voice
1: yeah no kidding
0: (laughs) um this dude's someone else isn't he
1: someone else
0: someone else that we know oh yeah he's a Japanese Akihiko Sonata yes (sighs) so Sakamoto Akihiko Dio
1: (laughs) one of these things is not like the other
0: I I mean they're pretty similar
1: are they (laughs) are they
0: clearly what do you mean
1: you guys, I love Akihiko Sonata. Like, God, he's great. Now I'm just going to be thinking of Akihiko the whole time that we're doing this. You realize that, right?
0: I mean, isn't that what you're always doing?
1: Yeah, it's like 90% of my existence. is like, you know, Akihiko Sonata would be doing this right now, or like, Akihiko did this, or you know what? This was a really cute thing that Akihiko did.
0: <laughs> uh, people think you're joking, but...
1: I'm not joking, I will be completely honest I'm not joking, like I have art on my wall of Akihiko and I have like every figurine that's ever existed of him so far and I have uh oh what
0: uh the so the uh, one last one, the dude who plays Zappelli in this film he is everyone's, everyone's favorite shady dude, Jimmy Allister in Code Realize Whoa! <laughs> Who they also got back, um I need a... I don't think... yeah, I don't... they didn't No, I don't you go that ahead, that. you go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say I don't yeah, I don't know how to react to that. I
0: yep. He is also the um so this is the... they did Eyes of Heaven before they dubbed Diamond is Unbreakable. So he mm-hmm. is the the game version of Kira. As well.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Fancy.
0: So there you go. Some fun. Some fun facts. And apparently he he's the dub the Japanese dub for George Clooney. <laughs> uh,
1: um. <laughs> all right.
0: You know all this uh, very normal, very normal things. Oof. So yeah. Anyways, that's the the Phantom Blood film. It's like. Not seen by many unless you play the game, which I think they don't have an English patch for. But that's a it's a game that's out there. We're talking about the ninety three two thousand JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders OVA. OVA because it's one of the things that we have not watched
1: mm-hmm. and we're curious about.
0: Very curious about it. Um, we watched it in like the chronological order, which makes it so like we watch these stuff from. Uh, that came out from 2000 to 2002 first mm-hmm. and then you watch the 93 to 94 stuff in the back half of it.
1: For some reason they gave Jotaro like Sonic the Hedgehog hair in the 2000s one.
0: Yeah, that was weird.
1: <laughs> He's got like giant Sonic hair. I'm like, what is that?
0: It's a very weird thing because like um, obviously, you know, there's a seven year gap between them doing the first half and the se- or the second half and the first half which is a very weird thing. Um, but they changed directors in that time as well. And also like the writing staff changes as well. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing that stays the same is like the production staff. So it's obviously there's going to be a lot of weird differences when you're going from like the first, the quote unquote first half chronologically to the second half where like characters kind of change here and there and all that sort of stuff. Um, as well, there is one pretty famous connection to these OVAs. Okay. Um one of the writers who did uh the last three episodes of the the first half or the second half mm-hmm. the 93 arc all the like the dio episodes uh is Satoshi Kone, who is like pretty famous cuz he's done like a lot of well-known uh films and anime he did a uh, uh Perfect Blue which is like a, a a take on like idol industry and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um he did Paprika mil- milen- uh, Millennium Actress and Tokyo Godfathers um, all well known anime films, but like this is well before he did any of those. So it was like kind of like one of his like bigger first things he had he had done. But outside of that, like everyone else is like not not as known particularly. Um but let's talk about these OVAs. Let's do it. They're they are something. Um we were we were we were discussing this when we were watching um like, why wasn't this put on TV? Uh-huh. Why wasn't this adapted better? Not necessarily better, but, like, adapted more in line with, like, the manga to where it's not just, like, a very speedy, like, run-through of this story.
1: Maybe that's why they made him have Sonic is because it's so speedy. Oh, my God. I'll um, see myself out now.
0: <laughs> uh, it's 13 episodes in total, which, of course, if you, you know, you compare that to the, the David Production version of Star Crusaders, it's, like, almost 50 episodes. Yeah. It's a very, like, that's you know, a huge drop-off in terms of, like, length. It is quite um, condensed. Yes, it's very condensed. There's a lot of things where, like, you know, characters show up when they they don't necessarily show up in the in the source material and everything. It's just, everything is just, like, we are cranking this into the fifth gear, and we are just speeding oh, don't, through don't towards say the end. Don't cranking it. We're cranking it.
1: No, don't say cranking it. <laughs>
0: um, But, yeah, we, we were trying to figure out like why wouldn't this have been like a TV production for mm-hmm. the time um and i think like it's it is interesting because like you know the OVA route lets you kind of do a little bit more per se with in terms of like you know if you want to put a lot of more violence in you can because you're not restricted to like television you know what's the what's the 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 phrase i'm looking for there's a specific thing um
1: not guidelines that's not what you are standards and practices there you go
0: uh, so you're not like you're not bound to that or anything and this this these OVAs definitely are are very violent
1: yeah no kidding there's one thing that we have to talk about later that's like is very different and very intense for me and like was legitimately upsetting
0: mm-hmm. there's a lot of there these are gory OVAs in a mm-hmm. way that like like JoJo in general is a violent series like it is the uh they had to they had to censor it in t- on TV when they when they put it out in 2012. Like all those episodes on TV were you know blacked out for certain violent scenes and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, like when they brought it over here for America, we got the unedited versions and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like this is even more violent than that was. I and agree I feel with like, you. Like obviously, like if you if you're putting this on like you know home video immediately, like you know you're gonna go as far far as you possibly can per se. But, like, that's not, you know, you're not going to, like, hold yourself back because you're not going on TV. But I feel like that's going to be one of, like, the big things that, like, TV executives are going to look at and be like, yeah, but this is probably not content we can probably show on TV. Because, like, anime in general is usually a late night type of thing, even in Japan. Like, unless it's, like, a very kid's show. Like, it's not going on past, like, 10 o'clock or something like that. And I feel like this would have been just, like, very much pushing in Like, and you would have to, like do a lot of censorship to get this on TV at the time. Um, which is probably not, like, what you would want for this series at all. Um, and another thing I was kind—I was thinking of is, that, like, you know, maybe the manga sales at the time weren't as good to, to warrant it, but, like, if you look at, like, all-time numbers for JoJo, like, it is well over 100 million copies sold. So, like, that doesn't really make sense. Obviously, I couldn't find, like year by year numbers for like the early 90s in terms of like Japanese manga sales per series. So like that's a that's a bit of mark. So I wanted to like compare it to something like Sailor Moon because mm-hmm. that is something that had an anime that started around the same time as this and to see like you know what would that have been a a different or like a, a caveat that TV executives would have would have looked at but but yeah, it is a very interesting thing that they decided hey, we're going to put out six episodes between late 93 and late 94 put them out on home video VHS and Laserdisc. Woo. Which if you go on eBay, there are two results for Jojo Laserdisc. One is the first volume, which looks like to be in good condition. Mm -hmm. Uh, take a, take a wild guess how much it is. This is just volume one by itself. It has the slipcase and everything. It's like a complete package pretty much. Um, and I'll, I'll caveat that with like, I for for the laser discs I have because I have a, a tiny anime laser disc collection. Mm-hmm. I have paid you know between like twenty and fifty dollars for a single volume.
1: I want to say one hundred and thirty-five.
0: You are very close. Really. One hundred forty-eight dollars and sixty-five cents.
1: Wow, I was close.
0: There is also a set of the full run. All six volumes, uh, full cases and everything, look to be in pretty rare condition. $440.
2: <sighs>
0: Which, that makes sense. Usually, if you're getting, like, a whole collection, those tend to run up in price pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the only two listings that they have they have on eBay currently right now. Um, and I've seen, like, these on eBay before. Like, not necessarily those specific ones, but, like, various volumes every, here and there. And they've always been expensive. And that's that's pretty much usually what you get when you come to like big series like this. Like you're going to be paying a pretty hefty, hefty, hefty mark. Mm. Um, that's just the way that market tends to go. Um, uh, so yeah, the the ninety three OVA was put out on VHS and, and Laserdisc around that time. Then they put out the second series in two thousand, which they put out on DVD and VHS from two thousand to two thousand two. This is how long the uh, release of that is because you you know. You are probably aware, some of the listeners might not be aware, mm-hmm. OVAs are usually released one at a time. Right. And it will be, you know, you would go to the, the, the video store and be like, oh, I'm going to get my VHS copy of JoJo Volume 1, and it's just that single episode. <laughs> and then you wait a few months, and here's Volume 2. And then you wait a few more months, and here's Volume 3, and so on and so forth. It's similar to how, you know, like, anime TV shows are released nowadays, where, like, you'll, like, have the first volume of love life sunshine season two is a single disc with one episode on it and that's just the way they put out their series over there they don't wait till like the very end and like combine them all together um but that's, that's 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 basically the same thing they do with OVAs as well so they would have done the same thing with the the second series as well you know it's one episode, and then you wait a few months, you get the next episode, and so on and so forth, rinse and repeat. Uh, eventually, the the series came out over here from 2003 to 2005. They put it out in six volumes on DVD, and they dubbed it in English. Yep. And that's what we watched.
1: Yay!
0: The long, really roundabout way to talk about that.
1: <laughs> roundabout.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, hey, Jojo jokes. <laughs> uh,
0: they did have to do a recall on it in two thousand eight. Yes. Because of the presence of the Quran. Quran. Uh, it's it is in the sixth episode, I believe, is what it is. Um. So basically, it was in conjunction the studio and, um, the the managing body behind Jojo, the manga, was like, hey, we're going to halt the OVA, and we're also going to halt manga shipments. We're going to change this, and then we'll re-put it back out. So they changed the episode, and then they changed also uh, specific specific scenes in the manga as well. Um, and I believe it's like...
1: The Let's issue being that Dio is reading the Quran.
0: Correct. Um, this on Wikipedia says, uh, even though the manga did not feature that specific scene from the OVA... Uh, Shuisha had Ariki redraw scenes that depicted characters fighting on top of and destroying mosques. Ah. So that's, that's the reason they had the manga changed. And then basically they got that all fixed up. They resumed production and, and selling them and everyone was a-okay.
1: I mean, maybe Dio just wanted to do some light reading.
0: I mean, he he was just in that room, bored, shirtless all the time, so he had a huge library, so I guess that's probably what he was doing.
1: I mean, he's in Egypt, so, like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be completely out of bounds for him to be reading that, but I understand also why they did that. Totally. Um, Because you also don't want to, like, associate, like, oh, he's reading this, and he's a villain.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Like, like, yeah, that's, it's a wise decision, I'm just... In my brain, I'm like, eh, Dio probably would. Just because he's that kind of guy. He's just bored and like, eh, mm-hmm. this book's here. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he, like, took this house from somebody and has some sweet stuff in it.
0: Well, I mean, they do literally call it in the in one of the OVA episodes. I think it's the later ones. So like, oh, he's in the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They did say that.
0: Which I'm going to have to bleep out. So you're going to have to figure out what that means. <laughs>
1: Which, like, that's a really fancy one. You could say a brothel. You don't have to bleep that.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. Thank you.
1: Um, but, like, that's a really, really fancy, fa- bleh, fancy, fancy, fancy brothel. Like, how many mm. staircases do you need in a brothel? So
0: many. Oh, I guess another reason why they would not have been able to put this on TV is that there is nudity in this.
1: Oh, yeah. There are boobs, mm-hmm. like, all kinds of boobs. It's mm-hmm. just there. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah, just all over the place.
0: So we don't have to necessarily go through the entire story because we have we have done that already. We can right. kind of like hit the high points and talk about what, what was changed. But like as a whole, what do you think of this OVA?
1: I don't hate it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if you were if you were a fan of JoJo in 1993, and this is what came out, would you be satisfied with this? I guess you would be satisfied with the second. Like half of it, so you wouldn't have the full picture of it yet. But would you be okay with this as an adaptation?
1: That's really hard to say because, like, I, I've i seen the like, what is it, David, production, the David production? Yeah, yeah, and like that one's a really good representation of Stardust. Um, and you know, I'd probably be stoked because I'm like, oh man, I'm a JoJo fan and like I'm getting content and this is mm-hmm. rad. Um, I would be kind of bummed that, like, it's inaccurate. It's streamlined, and it's inaccurate, and, like, it feels very, very rushed. Like, that would make me really bummed, because there is some really good development that is left out Mm -hmm. just for the sake of, like, time. Um, And some good storylines, but, I mean, I probably be pretty stoked to like at least see it in action
0: yeah because like around this time you would had this and then like the super famicom game and that was the big jojo adaptations that would have been out there
1: and i will say having played some of the super famicom game like this is better than that
0: yeah i would agree with you
1: um so if those are my two options as a 90s jojo fan hypothetically like I'd be more stoked about this than I would be about
0: the game. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, let's talk about the dub. <laughs> Obviously, oh, like we ta- oh, like we dub. said, released between o three and o five. Uh, over here, so it is around that time where you know anime dubbing, and even video game dubbing at the time, not that great. You know, there was gems here and there, but. It's, for something like this, you're probably not going to get the the be-all, end-all stars of stars to show up.
1: Right. Um, Instead, you get guys who say Polnareff.
0: There's a lot of weird pronunciation issues in this. Like, Polnareff is just pronounced Polnareff. It felt like a lot of people, like, a lot of, like, the direction for this was was having them say the character names or stand names as, like, phonetically as possible.
1: Yeah, Polnareff, As
0: Polnareff, Hierophant Green,
1: Hierophant Green. Ah, uh, um. Also, like Polnareff can't keep his accent.
0: He doesn't keep his accent past the first episodes he shows up in.
1: He he doesn't even keep it throughout the entire episode that he first shows up in. He keeps <laughs> it for like maybe two scenes, and he's like, "All right, now nah, I'm just a regular guy. It's fine. Everything's fine." And then like. Mm-hmm. Avdol's comes in and out sometimes like he he most of the time keeps his but sometimes just like regular like mm-hmm. oh, okay i guess
0: it very much is it, it proves the point of this getting out in front of stars crusaders and be like yeah we are not going to basically localize and have polnareff and avdal and other characters have their country's accents or do anything like that we're just going to have them speak normally.
1: It was smart. Or normally for
0: an English person.
1: Seeing it like this, I was like, oh God. Like, for one, Polnareff's like, French accent to begin with was really bad.
0: It was very hammy.
1: It was very hammy and didn't really fit. And also he's just like, in a spot where he's not supposed to be anyway. So I was a little thrown off. Um, But yeah, that, that accent for one was bad and two did not last
2: (laughs) no and
1: like i said abdul's was like in and out but even then like it it kind of came off like you said campy and sometimes it felt kind of just like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um so i'm glad that they didn't go with accents for the new dub but it led to some really odd things i still can't get over the Hierophant green type nonsense Hierophant hierophant. green Like who says it like that Nobody says it like that It's like if you If you've seen the word once Literally once in your entire life That's how you might say that word Maybe But like Y'all can look at pronunciations This is not hard
0: God But What if Um, it was
1: and, like, I'm awful at pronunci- pronouncing things. I'm really, really bad at it. And I feel awful because, like, sometimes people will say their names and I'm like, I'm going to butcher that, but I'm going to try anyway. Right. Um. And one one that I've consistently been terrible at is uh, Kekween. I'm really bad at saying his name. Mm-hmm. They're worse at it.
0: <laughs> Which is... Which is not something you would normally expect.
1: No, like there is no consistent pronunciation of that throughout the entirety of the series, and also like he pulls off like honorifics every once in a while. and You're like, where where did that come from?
0: It's like only for the Joe stars that he he honorifics them.
1: I th- I think he does to Abdul as well.
0: Okay, so maybe yeah, it's like them and, and no one else.
1: Yeah, he I like mainly it's joseph Mm -hmm. joseph probably gets the most songs in the entire thing um jotaro doesn't really and maybe that's because they're the same age
0: yeah that would make sense and
1: polnareff just doesn't at all ever
0: (laughs) it's like you polnareff polnareff
1: Polnareff. Polnareff. (laughs) (laughs) um also we have to talk about his earrings
0: Oh, yeah, so because this includes the, the manga version, earrings.
1: Mm-hmm. He looks like an alien. And when he gets his glasses, he looks like a secret agent, and it looks like he has a mic, and it's amazing. It's wild.
0: It's very ridiculous.
1: But, yeah, I can't get over the fact that they did not have a consistent pronunciation of his name. Um, nope. They also really emphasize Jotaro's name. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they really wanted you to know, like, this is a Japanese name. And it's like, oh, all right, cool. If you
0: were not aware.
1: <laughs> but you didn't give that same treatment to Kakoine at all. Like, but they're going to pronounce Jotaro correctly and like, Jotaro. Jotaro. And it's like, oh, okay, you you could just say Jotaro. Like, you, you could just do that, you know. Um, but there's just a lot of really weird stilted and awkward voice acting like I I put out a tweet uh when we were watching this again, so it was last night. Yeah. And I know what he was trying to say, but the way that it was kind of like slurred together, like Jotaro at one point was like, are you bad enough to be my opponent? And I'm like, Bad assed, what?
0: that's At, not what someone would say
1: no that no that's not the, no that's not the phrase that you would use there um, and I just found it so funny that I had to tweet that out but so if anybody was curious as to why the heck I tweeted out are you bad enough to be my <laughs> opponent now you now know you now
0: um,
1: because that was just a ridiculous phrase
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, speaking of voice acting we have to talk about the guy near the end
0: so there is a very small part uh near the end mm-hmm. um which lines up with what happens in the manga there's a a senator that's just like in Egypt and Dio's like I'm taking your car yeah drive Steve's like oh no tries to get away but can't cuz Dio's Dio
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: a very minor role
1: yeah
0: but is done by someone you would not expect Mm-mm. uh and this is, he would have done this after he had become pretty well known for another role entirely. Yep. A role that he still does to this day. Correct. Uh, So this little senator man is voiced by Charles Martinet. Mm-hmm. The voice of Mario.
1: And Luigi.
0: And Luigi and Wario and Waluigi. And like all of them Marios. Mario, Mario.
1: <laughs> He's in this. And also, he says a curse word. He says a curse. I don't remember what he says.
0: How, I mean, I guess it's the early 2000s, so he must have just done this under the radar of Nintendo. But... Oh,
1: yeah. I don't think he'd be able to pull this off now. No. Because, like, holy moly. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking he says but...
0: I think that makes sense.
1: Um, But we're just like, What? <laughs> And so the entire time that we're watching this, we're just like, Mario, you can't do that. Mario, don't do that. Oh no, Mario. Um so that was a very, very funny voice role in this. Wild. <laughs> so wild. God. Um we did not get um Oh, that's a baseball.
0: Yeah, that's unfortunate, but you also know, it's not surprising. Track. Um, was there anyone in here? Like, did you feel like any of the characters the English voices fit them at all? Because I feel like the, the the notorious one is Jotaro, who does not that that voice does not fit him at all. It
1: does not fit him at all. It, um, it is a very especially after hearing Matt Mercer's Jotaro, like this is bad in comparison. Like mm-hmm. it just, it it does not fit him.
0: I think the Joseph voice is fine. It's like, fine. It's not as, like, gravelly as uh, the the new dub is. Mm-hmm. But, like, as someone who's, like, supposed to be, like, you know, the senior figure in this group. Like, I think it works pretty all right. Yeah, I um, don't hate
1: it. He's blonde, though. That's weird.
0: Yeah, that is weird. Um, and I think I could, I could say the same about, like, Abdal Kakyoin, and Polnarev. Like, they're fine at best. I
1: think if they if their delivery was a little bit better, like the voices themselves aren't bad. Um like they fit. I think that probably the closest to being like, all right, I'm okay with that would be Abdul.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um and one that I also would think didn't fit very well is Dio. Yeah. He seemed too like manic.
0: It's very, like, flamboyant.
1: Yeah, and, like, there is a flamboyancy to Dio, but, like, this guy just legit felt like he was just, like, I don't know. What's a drug that makes you feel, like, super up? Speed. I don't don't do drugs, so I don't don't know know the answer to this, but he's like, Like, I would kind
0: of feel like this would be the voice you would do for part one Dio.
1: I could see that. For part one Dio, absolutely. But this part Dio, like, Stardust Crusaders Dio, no.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: he's a lot more like calculating and he's like for lack of a better word out for blood <laughs> I went there um, but there's a lot more of a like seriousness to him that didn't exist in part one mm-hmm. video and I feel like this guy was just like it was kind of like a cocaine version of Dio. Right. He was just like, bluh, bluh, bluh. I'm like, dude, you got to calm down. It was wild.
0: And then you got guys like Whole Horse, who's very Southern.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole Horse was really He was probably
0: also like one of the more famous voices in this entire series. Oh, really? Because he's the dude who's like in Powerpuff Girls as Mojo Jojo. And oh, also right, in Final Mojo Fantasy Jojo. 10.
1: Right. You told me about that. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it until just now. Um, but yeah, he had a really thick Southern accent in that. And I mean, like, exaggeratedly so. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like the same with, like, Darby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Darby had a Southern accent. I was like, why?
0: Because they're like, I, Southern man would be a gambler, right? <laughs> do that.
1: I was born a gambling man. God. Um, I'm trying to think. There were some lines that whole horse said that were just like hilarious. And I can't think of a single one at the moment, but like he was just like super, super thick. Mm. Um, and like, I wish at this point that I could pull off like an exaggerated Southern accent to try and like pull that off. But I don't even think I could do that. And I've, <laughs> I've had a Southern accent, like a real one in life. I don't know. It was it was weird, but yeah, Darby. Which the fact that Darby was here, I was like, God, no, <laughs> ugh, Darby.
0: So, so as a whole, it's it, The dub is what you would expect from this time period. I think
1: it's not great. It's not the worst one I've ever heard, though.
0: No, it's not terrible. It's not. It's it's you know. It's not gonna blow you away. It's not gonna like it's you. It's just what you would expect.
1: Yeah, it's serviceable.
0: Um, let's let's break down the story a bit. Like like I said, we're not gonna go entirely into it because you know we have done that before.
1: We've already gone yes full on into start. Do you know what episode number that was?
0: Nope, but I can look it up.
1: Who's gonna win?
0: Well, I gotta wait for my website to load up.
1: Who's gonna win? Who will win in the contest of looking things up?
0: 88.
1: Dang, it was you.
0: That was the Stardust Crusaders one.
1: Yep. Alright, so that if you want to hear us break down Stardust Crusaders in its entirety, there you Best go. That's the one to go to. Yeah. <coughs> We're not. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're not doing right, that. Again. Two.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not doing that this time. Um, um, also I'm apparently just gonna die.
0: <laughs> I would say the first two episodes are actually pretty pretty decent in terms of being right there in line with the source material
1: are we talking about the first two episodes of in chronological or... order okay in chronological so yeah that would
0: be the first two two thousand episodes i could see that where it's just you know it's it's joseph coming back to japan is in, in the prison cell they gotta break him out and everything um he learns about stance and everything. Then the next episode, you, you, you meet Kakyoin, which is a little bit... Obviously, that fight's a little bit different because, like, out in the woods instead of in, like, the, the nurse's, the nurse's office. office.
1: And the nurse is not the one that's, like, stabbing Possessed. people in the eyeball.
0: Right. Um, then, like, Holly falls into her coma and everything. Then they're like, well, we're going to Egypt.
1: <laughs> Gotta go find Dio. Um, although the, the Polaroid thing in this one was really funny to me. He's like, Holly, can I borrow your camera?
0: Did you get what I asked for? <laughs> I can only do this once because I will break this camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, like, what a weird standability. I will never get over that.
0: Um, episode three is where things really start to diverge. Because yeah. they take a plane to Egypt, mm-hmm. but it's like a chartered speed wagon foundation plane where in the actual material it is just a regular plane. Right. Um, the plane goes down and then nothing really bad happens. Then they find the boat, mm-hmm. which that's not how that goes. No.
1: And uh, I was the, so surprised that they had the Orinitain in this because yeah. I was like oh they're gonna cut him but they didn't but also we get Polnareff here.
0: Yeah so like the, the, the boat stuff is kind of similar to how it actually goes in, in the source material but then Polnareff is on this boat for whatever reason even though he does not show up until a little bit later on but you know he he joins up after fighting Avdol which I believe is how that works in the the source material.
1: Yeah but um, not on the boat.
0: Right Exactly. Uh, then you go and you you have to fight, or they have to fight, whole horse and Jake Isle, mm-hmm. which again is taking a few steps uh, over what actually happens. Super speedy. Um, this part though is actually, I think, pretty well adapted.
1: It is pretty well adapted. Um, it, it feels a little odd because you don't really have as much um like backstory on Polnareff yet to understand mm-hmm. like he says and this like, oh, this is what happened to my sister, but like without him like having his feelings about it out there, like, the whole J. Guile thing doesn't feel as intense. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's also like, he joins up last episode and then, like, in the early parts of this episode, he's like, alright, I gotta go, bye.
1: Yeah. And you're like, okay. Um, although they did keep in the fact that he likes clean bathrooms, so that he was does. great.
0: Uh, Avdol gets, gets shot by a whole horse in this, that's how they end the episode. And then they go into the next episode, which is, like, Kakyoin and Polnareff trying to, to find Jake Isle and everything. Um, again, you know, pretty pretty well adapted in terms mm-hmm. of, like, that part of the story, I would say. Um, and it ends pretty much exactly how you'd expect and you know, all that sort of stuff. Whole Horse is able to get away because the lady comes and is like, I love you, Whole Horse! And he's like, you know, I'm running away because I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I gotta hit the road. <laughs> Uh, and then they also they this jump into uh, the story with Enya. Yeah. Immediately after this. Yeah. Um, so they go into like the ghost town and everything, and they have to fight Enya, who they basically combine Enya with um. What's her face? One of the uh, she's one of the the antagonists in in um. Stardust. I forget her name. I'm looking her up right now.
1: Like the one that's named after Mariah Carey.
0: Yes, her. Yeah. They basically combine Anya and Mariah together, and that's kind of what happens because Enya has this ability to where she can look like a younger person mm-hmm. to fool people and everything, but she still has like her her actual sustainability. So it's a little weird and different um, how that goes. But it, um, basically, the entire the, the story here again is is pretty similar. Um, you know, the hotel they get invited to, and then. It's Enya trying to, to murder Polnareff because he killed Jake Isle and everything. And Jotaro's like, Jotaro's like, something's up here. I'm How, Jotaro.
1: How'd you know we were Joe Stars? Oh my God. We didn't even talk about that in the voice acting.
0: The Aura Auras are very weird because it's very clearly someone voiced Aura Aura <laughs> and then they they pitched it way down.
1: Way down. The aura. It kind of sounds like um, a seal. <laughs> um, and then, like, the muda Mudas are even worse. Mm-hmm.
0: It was something like, I had to go look up and, like, look the Japanese dub up and just see, like, did they just... Was the Japanese dub bad or something? And they just copy and pasted it? Was, like, no, it's... No. That is exclusive to the English dub. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, um,
1: it was bad. It was mm-hmm. really bad.
0: Uh, so the Enya stuff ends with them defeating Enya... This is where Avdol comes back which again is very early compared um, to what happens but they were kind of hand tied yeah because of the to. 93 ova where he is uh, he's with them on the road to Egypt essentially automatically um, which is not how that that works out
1: And it's funny in this one cuz they're like "Oh Abdal, we were waiting for you" and I'm like "Wait what?" <laughs> um and then Jotaro has this whole like I want to pull out a cigarette. Hey, "Hey, Avdol, can you can you give me a light?" It's so really it, good. It's so good. And then there's the whole, like, you know, stand users, when uh, when they smell cigarette smoke, there's a vein in their nose that twitches. And um, But, like, the fact that he's just like, hey, Abdul, use your stand power <laughs> Give to <me> a light. <laughs> light my cigarette when I'm a <laughs> 17-year-old who should not be smoking in the first place.
0: It's a shame four kids never got a hold of this, where they could have just turned that into a, a lollipop. A
1: lollipop.
0: Uh, um, so every... that that is the 2000s OVA. Yes, it is the road up to Egypt, um, and then the 93 OVA, 93 94 OVA is then basically getting to Egypt and then the fight with Dio. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start off with uh, basically the the beginning half of the second half of Stardust Crusaders, as the um, the anime has it, where they're in the desert. They get a a helicopter from the Speedwagon Foundation shows up. They drop off Iggy, and then you have the fight with Enduel. Which is basically, you know, kind of what happens here as well. Um, like we said, Avdol's here. He would not have been there initially. Um, so that's a little bit different. Uh, Kakyoin gets his eyes knocked out. Or scratched out, I should say.
1: Scratched out, yeah.
0: And Jotaro and Iggy work together, reluctantly. I
1: would like, say, do they work together?
0: <laughs> to uh, to help or to, to, to take out in duel.
1: Um, and also, like, for some reason they somehow like build him a grave that's like an obelisk yeah and fill the desert i'm like when did they have time to do that
0: i wonder if that was like Iggy stand because he can control sand and everything
1: yeah but like
0: that's the only thing i could think of
1: <laughs> it wasn't the color of sand it was, like, it was like a red obelisk i'm like how did you even do that he's like you were an honorable man if I'd met you before Dio did, maybe we could have been on the same side. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this neat grave for you. Also, the hat, the hat gets knocked off at one point.
0: Yeah, so you get to see Jotro's hair.
1: Yeah, and his hair changes colors without the hat for some reason. It's
0: true. It's just brown hair. Yeah,
1: it's just brown hair, and then like he puts the hat back on. It's like all right, now it's black again. It's like I'm okay, like, what? Yep. All right. It's just like a masking thing that's like <laughs> you put it on. All right, I'm black hair, Joe now with my prize school jacket, my school uniform jacket.
0: Um, uh, so you, that all happens. The 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 in between episode is Darby. God damn. Where you get to know when to hold him, know when to fold him.
2: Uh, Be the gambling.
0: Be uh, the gambling
2: man. Uh, um,
0: so Al got to watch her favorite sport of gambling of poker um which which i would say like i i would i was happy this episode was adapted cuz i i love the idea of just big f- jotaro being like i'm just not going to look at my cards and out bluff you until you just literally die of being so nervous
1: it's hilarious i will admit that and like seeing how he pulls it off every time I'm just like jotaro and he's like man if i had known that was my hand i wouldn't have done this it's <laughs> like you idiot <laughs> And he smokes again in this one.
0: He smokes, he has like a drink, and he just, Darby's like, where do you keep getting this?
1: <laughs> that was really funny. He's like, yeah, alright, I got a cigarette. And then he's got like a little, like, fruity drink, and he's like, is Star Platinum getting these for him? How is he doing this?
0: Like, I would have also liked to have seen uh, the Darby brothers, so we could get, oh, that's a baseball, but. Oh, that's a baseball. I'm, I'm pretty okay with this being, like, the, uh, the in-between episode between Indul and Dio. Also we got to watch like the actual Joe Tro strategy in work.
1: Yeah, so I didn't know that somebody had actually done that before mm-hmm. and then you showed it to me. I was like, whoa.
0: Uh for some people like this is not gonna be old hat, but, like there is a John Boys documentary about about poker in general. Like around like the rise of just uh poker from like the the mid two thousands onward where it got like on TV and everything and all that sort of stuff. Um, and there was a a gentleman who basically was in a win a tournament, and he had to win to advance onwards. And the only way to do that is if he won. So he came up with a strategy of just like not gonna look at my cards. I'm gonna bet all in every single time, and eventually this might work. And it totally worked, and he won.
1: <laughs> it worked like almost every time.
0: And anytime anyone challenged him, he would just somehow win without like he would go all, go all in and then this person was like, Oh, I, I have a great hand. I can beat him. And then like it would happen again and again and again. He would just like pick up his cards after like every like they all both go on and he's like, Oh, that's not a good hand. And then somehow he still wins.
1: Yeah, it was wild to watch that. I was like, that is legit what Joe did. It's
0: amazing.
1: Um so that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> um I I was confused a little bit how they um did like Darby's cheek lines mm-hmm. like they actually animated these like and I think they did a little bit of that in the other one yes but it seemed to be very very prominent in this version it's, mm-hmm. it looked very odd and out of place but that's just me also Iggy's basically just go on this whole episode
0: He's like he shows up at one point in that episode just on the ground and like where did you get here?
1: Um well he's supposed to be doing Iggy things in Egypt in Cairo but um
0: yeah.
1: I will say that Iggy looks like a dog. A dog. He looks the same throughout the entire few episodes so that's a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Iggy doesn't we don't get Iggy shenanigans really cuz he doesn't have to go fight pet shop boys or anything like that. It's upsetting? Um,
1: Although there's something way more upsetting with Iggy. Yes.
0: Uh, so after that, we get the, the Dio arc, which is the last half of the 93 OVA. mm mm-hmm. um, Which, of course, you're going to spend most of the time doing the fight with Dio.
1: As you should, yeah. Yes. Um. Dio has a mullet.
0: Yes. The first episode is they get they find Dio's lair, and they, they go in. You know, they, they find the coffin and everything, and then, oh, my God, Navidol's in the coffin! Ooh, what a parlor trick!
1: Okay, but hold on. Before that... There's a part where they're in there and then Jojo's basically like, Oh, I'm gonna like open, like I forget how he worded it, but he just like punches a hole in the freaking wall. So that brings some light in. There you go. And it's just like, What? It's good. It's so funny. He just <laughs> really like good. punched a giant hole in the wall and I'm like, all right, you bring light in, buddy. That was funny but yeah abdul's in the in the coffin and like bloody and he's like i know the secret to the stand
0: and then he gets obliterated by by vanilla ice who is called iced iced in this ova i believe like probably in the japanese version he's vanilla ice um iced was the um, the only version that they used uh that name for was this ova and the i believe the capcom game oh really yes yeah, the, um, the Capcom JoJo game. They call him iced in that.
1: One of the best things about this scene is to, like, it's it's a really upsetting thing that Abdul's gone. Like, you see his arm go flying mm-hmm. off. um. But then, like, afterwards, like, Vanilla Ice just, like, pops his head up out of the hole. Like, hey. It's <laughs> he like does a... that,
0: like, three or four more times. He You see, does... like, him popping out of a hole, like, just looking up, like, who's up? Or him popping out of his, his stand and just being like, who's up?
1: It's like a whack a mole type thing, but with really vanilla eyes. It's really goofy. And it's not supposed to be goofy because, like, terrible. This is a very are serious happening. moment, yeah. He's like, hey. Hey, what's up? A- I'm here.
0: What's going on, guys?
1: <laughs> Did I do something? Did I miss? Everything Did my Okay. my fall off again? Well, I said it does fall off at one point. Yeah. I mean, he cuts it off. Yeah. But, and um, then
0: and the deal's like, Pops it back on.
1: It'd be a waste for you to to be dead. Like, here's some of my blood,
0: and then go die in a little bit.
1: Yeah, let's let's just connect your head back on here. We'll screw it like a light bulb. He didn't do it that way, but it
0: I would mean, be basically, funny.
1: he basically did that.
0: He's uh, like,
1: yeah, he's so dedicated to me.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that happens. Uh, we get the split up uh, where Jotaro, Joseph, and Kakyoin are going after Dio. Polnareff and Iggy have to fight. I don't think there yet. Right. So it's he shows just, up like later on.
1: It's just Jotaro and Joseph. Mm-hmm.
0: I think jo- Kakyoin comes in to save Joseph. Yeah. Um but regardless, they they split off. They split off. Um Polnareff and Iggy have to fight uh Vanilla Ice, which is mostly Polnareff at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iggy comes in for a save and then gets chopped in half
1: chopped in half Like
0: which which the this is very much different from the manga because in the manga he is already beat up from his his fight with the pet shop mm -hmm. So that's why he's like in rough shape there and
1: well He's in rough shape and then like vanilla ice just like kicks the mm -hmm. out of him Repeatedly and like that's that's already violent enough that he gets mad and just like beats the out of him and that like he has internal bleeding and that's why he's like going to die Um, He also doesn't
0: have half of his body.
1: No, I'm saying like in the old version, but in in this version, he like loses the back half of his body and then gets punted across the room. Mm -hmm. And like, Polderva goes and like picks up the half of the body. I'm just like, oh my god.
0: We were like we said, this is a way more violent adaptation. I was very gory,
1: legitimately very upset by this, and like. I, I told you when we were watching, I'm like, this is very upsetting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was unexpected. It, it was kind of like, um, like a Zeppelin throwback, <laughs> sort of. Um, yeah. But, but
0: still, like...
1: I think one of the things that makes this really hard is that Iggy is not voiced in this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we don't have a lot of his internal thoughts. So... To me, the way that this comes across is that Iggy is just kind of like reluctantly there and that he he's not like as aware of what's going on. So for him to just go in and then get cut in half as this dog that like we don't get any kind of thought process on is like really, really heartbreaking.
0: And he makes like dog noises. So it's way more of like this is just a dog. Than, yeah. This is a dog with a stand who has human thoughts.
1: Right. It, it it makes it a lot harder and mm-hmm. um, like what a brutal way to go.
0: There's a lot of just brutal scenes in these last few episodes in general. Yeah. Like you see people just get like decapitated and body yeah. parts thrown out. There's like there was a very violent scene where just like you saw someone's innards and I was like whoa. Yeah.
1: um, There's a scene later on with like Dio on the subway
2: mm-hmm.
1: where he just like behead somebody and I think he did something else too but essentially like a lot of people lost their their body parts and it was very violent yeah um so that was something that I was like "Ooh, I don't I don't love that um (laughs) I feel like the other version was very violent but not as it's not to this extent so right um like you didn't have Polnareff picking up half of a dog's body and looking at it and like you seeing the mm-hmm. like missing part of him.
0: Like I feel like they're both violent, but this one goes more for shock value violence. Yes. Compared to the other one?
1: Yeah. It was very upsetting. And it felt less like impactful in this one.
0: Yeah, um, I, like, I mean, that would make sense because, like, Iggy's barely here.
1: Right, and, like, Iggy in the other one is, because, like, the whole thing is that Iggy and Polnareff have kind of been, like, at each other's throats the whole time, and, like, mm-hmm. you get a little bit at the first episode, but then you don't but really barely, get, barely, like, yeah. It's,
0: it's, the, it's definitely the, the difference between having six episodes to adapt the last half of Jojo, or of, of Stardust Crusaders, and having, like, 25 episodes.
1: Right, and also, like, You don't get the, like, connection of, like, without Iggy and his thought process, you don't see him making the whole connection of, like, I have to sacrifice myself and use the last of my power to save Polnareff. Mm -hmm. Um, It just kind of comes across as, like, I'm a dog. I'm going to do dog things. Oh, God, I'm dead. Yeah. And it's it's like you said, shocking, but it doesn't have the same, like, emotional impact character-wise. It just made me very upset.
0: But I I think that's why it's more shock value than the other one, where it can still have the same level of violence to it, but there's more impact to it.
1: Right. Like, it was still very upsetting to see Vanilla Ice just, like, repeatedly kick Iggy until he's basically Mm -hmm. dead. Like, that was very, very upsetting. And then, like, Iggy's like, all right, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to save him. And sacrifices himself and like that was heartbreaking and it's very emotional but it was like a character arc that made sense
0: in a weird way it's like the difference between this is like like the ova is very unearned mm-hmm. emotional violence yes whereas the the anime series is you know this is a weird thing to say it's earned emotional violence
1: and it felt a lot like that um with Abdul as well like
0: because mm-hmm. it's like well he's dead that's it later yeah
1: I'm like, okay, like, all right, yeah. Polnareff is like really mad now, but like, in the in the most recent version of it, like, you feel a lot more of Polnareff's feelings on it. You get his emotion. You've seen them like interact a lot, and him how he was grieving,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how he grew from his relationship and friendship with Avdol. And so it's just kind of like, oh, he's gone. Goodbye. I'm like, oh, okay. And the same with Aggie. Also, Polnareff is just missing a toe now.
0: Yep. But Oops. he's able to beat be Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he... He does he the thing.
1: Cuts his head off.
0: He does. Um, the penultimate episode is all about Kakyoin trying to beat Dio and Kakyoin getting messed up. This is where Charles Martinet shows up and <laughs> goes on a rampage through he Egypt. He
1: drives through a bunch of people.
0: Cars blow up at the the slightest, slightest hit into a wall. Mm-hmm. Not how not how cars work.
1: It's just like blood, like trailing down the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, very yikes.
0: Uh, but they lead basically they lead Dio to you know the rooftops where Kakioin tries to trap him with with Hierophant Green. Um, Dio basically shows Hierophant. off the world. Sorry, Hierophant Green. <laughs> um, Dio shows off the world basically for the first time, and Kakioin gets to learn the the secrets of the Stand. And has to, sh- to show Joseph and everything, so he blows up the clock tower and just like clock tower why would he do this kakyoin is very diligent he wouldn't just randomly shoot off an attack for no reason time stopping stopping time
1: (laughs) it's um it's a stretch in every version
0: yeah but i feel like they have to really speed through it here because yeah they have very limited time
1: yeah um also we have the whole fact that like Joseph can apparently fly now.
0: (laughs) He's just flying along. He's
1: just flying through Cairo and I'm like buddy like every once in a while you'll get like bloop. Um Hermit Purple is just like every once in a while pulling out but for the most part he's just flying Mm -hmm. and I'm like all right, cool I guess Joseph can fly now.
0: Casually. That's how that works. Uh and then the final episode is Joe Jotaro versus Dio. It is you know it's the fight how you would expect it to go. Um.
1: Except where they li- don't explain the whole knife thing at all.
0: Probably a little bit more violent compared to the other version, but yeah, it is. It is Joe versus Dio. It is you know what you would. This is the this is the culmination of what you've been waiting for, and you know it's it's pretty all right.
1: Are you bad assed enough to be? Are mad? you bad assed
0: enough? <laughs>
1: God. Um. The the heart scene it was also pretty silly.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. We do not get old Joseph trying uh, to goof on Jotaro because like they just like show up in a plane after the fight they're in a that, plane for this reason for whatever reason this this version but yeah it was so upsetting it's like oh we're fine
1: it's like a like a monologue type thing instead mm-hmm. and it's so upsetting because that was such a good Joseph moment mm-hmm. Um, and we do get the whole thing with like Dio and Jotaro on the bridge and he's like you know you made one mistake you p*** me off. Mm-hmm.
2: And
1: it's like, all right, yeah. Um, also, like at one point, there's just a boat thrown at Choker. Yeah,
0: a boat gets thrown at him. <laughs> it's really funny.
1: <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, like I said, they don't explain how he survives the knives at all. Um. So that's just there, yeah. and he just has knives sticking out of him at one point.
0: No, he he got, he got the point.
1: I, he, <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, then we end on. The, the, airport, airport. the airport scene where the boys hug it out and everything. And uh, we see Jotaro and Joseph on a plane back to Japan. Joseph puts in a, a tape in his Walkman to to listen to music. We do not get the end scene of Jotaro looking at a picture of Aqua as the camera pans uh, out of the plane.
1: <laughs> he does not show his appreciation of Love Live Sunshine. He does um, not,
0: unfortunately. Uh, and that's how it ends. There's a weird yeah. song at the end, and that's, that's it.
1: That song was weird. Mm-hmm. Holly's okay.
0: Yeah, Holly's okay.
1: Um, which we were talking about how cool it would have been to have, like, a side story where, like, Holly actually did get a stand.
0: hmm Like, I feel like that should be a thing that Araki should do.
1: Yeah, like, even if it's just, like, a side story of, like, what would Stardust Crusaders have been like if Holly had a stand?
0: It's like, Jotaro's um, the one that's SIG and is Holly and Joseph going after Dio.
1: Like, that would be so interesting.
0: That'd be really fun.
1: Um, but yeah, I can't get over that song. Like, the entire time that we were watching the credits, I'm like, what is this? Joseph, what are you listening to on your Walkman? It's trash. That's what it is. Um, I do like that they kept the Walkman in, though. It's good. Um, also, there was just, like, a Coke and 7-Up ad.
0: Yeah, there was just, like, random, like, l- real-life advertisements. Like, 7-Up, Coke, uh, like, a Kodak billboard, just hanging out in Cairo. Um, yeah, interesting. Was... I, I mean, it's an OVA, you can get away with that.
1: Oh yeah, it was just I wasn't expecting it because yeah. we we're just like, all right. And I I keep thinking of the Pepsi sign, but
0: it's seven really up
1: and Coke in this one.
0: Um, let's talk about some manga to OVA differences real quick. Some of them that we probably haven't fully discussed. So, like all we right. said. The story is largely omitted. Yep, we know that. <laughs> uh, we we <laughs> talked <largely> about. <laughs> we talked about India and her way that she can become a lady or younger lady, I should say. Um, in the manga, after Jotaro is free from jail, he, Joseph Avdol, and Holly discuss Dio's whereabouts at a cafe. and the OVA, discuss Dio at Holly's house. Um, we talked about the Jotaro kakyoin fight in the inf- in the uh, the nurse's office.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the group doesn't meet Polnareff in Hong Kong like in the manga, and said they beat him inside of Strength. In addition, Polnareff was not controlled by one of Dio's flesh bud parasites. He was just a jerk, I guess. He was just
1: a jerk. A jerk with a French accent that lasted two minutes.
0: Uh, in the manga, Jotaro defeats Forever, which is the monkey, the, o- the orangutan, by pummeling him with Star Platinum and the OVA Forever is instead sliced in half by Polnareff's Silver Chariot. The group's visit to Singapore is completely removed. Uh, yep. Nena appears as an ordinary person. That's the lady who is in love with Whole Horse.
1: Right. We uh we did not get the cherry moment.
0: Uh we talked about Abdal coming back early. Whole horse does not reappear after being heard by Enya. He just disappears. He's gone. Yeah, that's true. Uh Iggy keeps a consistent appearance with the OVA like you mentioned.
2: <laughs> he keeps a consistent appearance. <laughs>
0: uh Darby provides his full name in the manga. This is provided by his brother. Okay. Uh, after Darby is defeated, he gives away the location of Dio's mansion, but goes in completely insane before he can reveal the secret of Dio's stand. In the manga, he goes insane before he can reveal either piece of information.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Kakioi does not rejoin the group before they enter Dio's mansion, instead arriving just in time to save Joseph from Dio. Uh, Nukasaku, the, the one uh, Dio underling who like shows up right before they find the coffin...
1: Oh, the idiot
0: guy? Yeah. He is omitted from the story, causing the, the scene where Dio's coffin is opened to be significantly different. The protagonists happen upon it on their own, only to find Abdul inside! No! And then he gets he gets murdered.
1: Yeah, immediately.
0: Uh, much of the battle with Vanilla Ice is cut in the OVA. Iggy dies by having his lower body erased by cream, and then kicked and beaten by Ice, rather than simply dying of blood loss from a beating. We talked about. Vanilla Ice's death has changed as well. Rather than exposing him to the sun, Polariff kills Ice by stabbing him repeatedly and slicing his head in two. hmm uh, the fight between Jotaro and Dio has changed drastically. In the manga, Dio figures out Jotaro can move in stop time when he sees his finger twitching. and the OVA, he finds out when Jotaro survives being punched by the world in stop time. Their battle also demonstrates extra scenes involving pure physical action as they two wreak havoc on the city of Cairo with a number of civilian casualties on Dio's part.
1: <laughs> okay, that sentence is amazing. They wreak havoc on Cairo with a number of casualties on <laughs> Dio's part. It's true. Uh,
0: Dio drops an oil tanker on Jotaro instead of a steamroller. It's a very, it's unfortunate. Jumping yep. off when it explodes. Jotro does not, or Joseph does not pretend to be Dio when revived in the OVA, nor does Jotro question him with questions about movies or music, like Tragic. who's Weird Al Yankovic.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: in the manga, Jotro and Joseph place Dio's body out in the sun, sunlight of the Sahara Desert, destroying his body completely. In the OVA, his body is deposited inside of a bag out of the back of a speed wagon foundation plant in the ocean. He's just like, whoop. hopefully this opens up. Uh, finally, Joseph puts on a Gypsy Kings tape in the OVA, while in the manga, he puts on Get Back by the Beatles.
1: Is that what that song was? I guess so. Ugh.
0: Also, you're not going to get the Beatles to license out for JoJo, that's for sure. No,
1: you're not. <laughs> Man. This was wild.
0: Yeah. It's a weird adaptation, but like... and Especially because like, you know, for 20 years, this was... This was the JoJo adaptation. Yeah. Outside of video games and, and whatnot. So, it's very weird. Like like we said, it's a very, very fast, streamlined version of Star Wars Crusaders. Um, but I think if, like, you have, if you've watched the anime and you're, like, you want to see how a different team would would tackle this content. Like, I think it's an interesting watch in and of itself. And, you know, like, it, like it's 13 episodes. It's not long. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I think we want, there are movie versions on YouTube that you can find. They're like three hours each. Yeah. So it's like six hours of content. That's not that's not a lot.
1: No, I mean we split it up in like
0: hour chunks. and a half chunks, yeah. Yeah. So it's totally doable. But yeah, it's it's very weird and interesting.
1: That's a good way to put it.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> maybe one day we'll find that we'll find they'll they'll put it like an english patch of the phantom blood game and we'll we'll play that and that'll be the other thing we have not done
1: <sighs> just continue to work our way through all the jojo mediums yeah why not i mean i'm about it
0: so yeah that's going to that's that's jojo's bizarre adventure the ova from 1993 and 2000 a very interesting look at how JoJo could have been if they didn't make that TV series in 2012.
1: I I definitely
0: prefer the time Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's gonna wrap this episode up.
1: Polnareff.
0: Polnareff. Hierophant Green.
1: <laughs> All right, little lady.
0: I'm gonna run away because I love you, little lady. A little later. A little lady. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> also, the fact that he just like warped onto a motorcycle. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. <laughs> oh,
0: whole horse.
1: Oh, whole horse. What a wild human being he is.
0: Mm. Uh so yeah, if you'd like more from us, go to com or SAC.cools so where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season and Checkup and Jared now and watch. Uh you can find columns and reviews on the site as well, including something new. Da-da-da-da.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully
0: hopefully, this should be up by the I uh, actually I'm hoping this will be up Sunday. Okay. But of course, you know, we have holidays in between, so that could put a hamper on things. But uh it's time this you know it coincides a little bit with what we're doing next week which we'll mm-hmm. talk about here in a, f- a few but uh what's the best animes of the the past decade i don't know well you'll find out yeah, this blah, blah. sunday i feel like you know a few of them are going to be fairly obvious if you have ever listened to anything that we have done
1: <laughs>
0: but uh there could be some surprises here and there on uh on that list. It's gonna be a list that's like not full of the 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 popular stuff, so it's gonna be like people will look at us and be like, What? <laughs> but like I said, that's if you know if, if you here. know us, it's gonna be very on brand. Yeah. Um so yeah, look forward to that. Hopefully someday. I'll hopefully have a, all that written out. Uh if you would like more from Anladium go to com. She's got columns and reviews. Yay. You can support us on Patreon or on Twitter, Twitter.com slash anime checkup is where we do Twitter. And do dumb stuff there. Yeah. And you can support us on Patreon. You can buy us a slice of pizza at patreon.com slash I love pizza. Be like, wow, these people talked about the JoJo OVA. We should get them a slice of pizza.
1: Pizza. Pizza.
0: Pizza. Pizza. Cool. Uh, next week. We got a big, uh, we got a big episode lined up for you next week.
1: As, uh, we
0: begin our December of hey, we know what we're doing.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> uh, we are, we are going to determine once and for all the best video games of the past decade.
1: Oh, this is gonna be tough.
0: It will be. Who will make the list? What will be the best? Find out. You'll have to, you know, come out, come on over, come out, come on over.
1: (laughs) Come on over here, little lady.
0: Come on over here, little lady. And uh, (laughs) check us out next week as we we bring to you the best video games of the last decade. And, you know, probably like... (laughs) Like my anime list, it's going to be a lot of people being like, "Huh?"
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be a little confusing for people, but that's fine.
0: But it's it's if you're if you're listening to the list, you know what you're getting yourself you, into. You
1: definitely know what you're getting yourself into if you're. Listening you know you're
0: getting out. into our brand of of shenanigans. So
1: <laughs> what a look, good brand.
0: Look forward to some just weird stuff, and uh, we have to we have to we have to find lists of games and everything. We have to study in between now and next week. But uh, we're going to we're gonna have some games to talk about next week.
1: Until then, you should be bad enough to be my opponent.